0: Hey guys, my name's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl podcast, a podcast that's devoted to helping Christians of all walks of life be inspired and encouraged to reach their full godly potential. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kyla. Oh my goodness, Finally, I get to do a Friday episode. So so excited that you know I got this done because this episode I have been wanting to do since like beginning of August and I told myself, "No, I can't do a back to school episode at the very beginning of August." And now it's like almost to the very end and finally I'm like, "Well, I got to do it." So a little probably probably a little later than I wanted it to be. But here is our back to school episode. And guys, let me tell you, I have been kind of sort of thinking about this, like I said, for months and months and months. And I'm so excited to start today's episode. So going into a new school year is so hard. So I wanted to talk about some inward, outward prep, and then also How do we share our faith at school? So, just today, we're just gonna be going through all of the tips and tricks I've found through the past—I don't know how many years—of school and how you can try and implement them into your back-to-school routine. Um, Yeah. So, if you're already back to school, congrats! (laughs) Like, good job. School starts. For me on Monday. So kind of stressed, kind of worried, kind of I don't know what to do but super excited. Not super excited to get back into it but kind of ready to be back into a good solid routine. So my first thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is our outward prep. So how can we outwardly prep for school? So my first my first word of advice is going to be for you to find a planner or an app to organize schoolwork or just general things. I struggle so much with organizing my thoughts and organizing my schoolwork, so I definitely wanna try and make a really good routine of having a planner so I can write down all my assignments. Cause you guys, sometimes it's hard for me to, you know, keep track of all those assignments and really focus my mind on those assignments when I'm just like, oh, there's so much to do, and I don't really have a set way to, you know, go through the assignments and be able to finish them all off, so I decided that I should get a planner this year, a set planner, um, and use that hopefully really well till the, till the end of the school year. So, I want to talk about some of the different planner options that there are because there's a lot of stuff out there. And I talked, I think I talked to Nia about this in the last episode about um, sharing your faith as a Christian. Oh, actually, she asked me about that on her podcast. So, her podcast is Keep It Clean Podcast, and that one's all about Balance, which I talked to her about, like how I balance everything, and we just had a great conversation. So, if you haven't listened to that one, make sure to go to listen to it. But we were talking about some ways that we can keep organized and some ways that we can do a planner. So, what Nia found is that she really liked online planners, especially this one called Notion. This Notion, you guys, is like the That Girl app where Those cute little girlies with their cute little notion boards, I don't even know how they make it that cute. Like, you guys, I made a notion and it actually looks good. I just can't, I can't do it. I can't keep up with it. But there's all of these girls that I see or like girls on Pinterest that's like, create my notion with me or update my notion with me. So... Definitely, if you like online stuff and you're up to a challenge, I'd say go with Notion. There's also some free and I think some, like, cost, I don't know, ones that have a price, Notion board templates that might have a price to them. But if you're not really good at, like, command lines or you don't have much time, I'd say find either a free template or a template that you can buy online per notion if you want to make your notion pretty. Because I definitely see all of those girls with their pretty notions and coming from a person who tried to make one from scratch, it's insanely hard. So I'd say get a template if you're not really up to trying out how to trying how to organize your life with a random app. But not trying to bash Notion because, you know, it's a really good app and it's really pretty and really aesthetic. So, if I was better with computers and if I was better with, I guess, just doing stuff on a computer and keeping organized on a computer, I would 100% use Notion. But if you guys aren't really into the do-it-by-scratch stuff, I say get an app to organize your schoolwork. So, the study apps are actually really helpful um they're really helpful if you like having stuff that you can go online and you can just add your stuff in online um, so I find you can just look them up there are so many different to-do lists or study apps and it kind of depends on what you want but I've seen some more like aesthetically pleasing ones and then some more basic ones but sometimes that is so good to keep yourself organized throughout the school year. I definitely got one, I think during my freshman year. It was called My Study Life, I think. I'm not quite sure. And I used it for a little bit, but like I said, I'm not good at using apps to plan stuff, so definitely did not stay with it. But um I definitely had that planner, that app to help organize myself for a few months. And then my next thing is The paper, like the paper ways to organize your stuff, you guys, I drew a little heart by it because you guys, if you listen to me, you guys know how much I love my paper. It's a problem. Um, I need to do stuff on paper for me to be able to, my brain to be able to like process it for some reason. So yes, I make all of my podcast plans on paper. I don't know. I'm kind of weird, you guys, but... My good paper suggestions are if you don't want if you want to have an easy stress-free free planner, I say go get a pre-made planner. There was this one brand online that I kinda wanna go and buy a planner from them. Let's see if I took a screenshot. Um, because that planner was literally so cute. And I kinda wanted to buy one, even though I already have a planner. But it was called it. Uh, I think, oh, I don't know. It's undated life planners. I think it's girl got a change. That's what they're called, and they have planners that are undated for people like me, who maybe will plan out a week. Like I got a planner. I think I talked about this in like the clean up your life episode. I got a planner. I used it for like two weeks, and then I dropped it because what am I going to use a planner for? out of school. Unless I have, like, I want to plan out my Thursdays. But for so long, it was just, oh, look, we work then, we work then. So, I was just writing down, like, my normal work schedule. So, I kind of just dropped the whole planner thing. But with those undated planners, sometimes I would say try and get an undated planner if you know that you're not going to be super every single day consistent with it and you want to be able to use it, even if you haven't used it for a month and you don't have to like skip over a whole month in the planner because I definitely did not fill out half of July. I probably filled out some of July, but over half of August is not even filled out. So definitely I should have looked into some more undated planners, especially for me. But dated planners are also really nice because sometimes you don't want to worry about having to write down the dates Or having to set it up as much so if you want like an easy stress-free thing just go to Target go to Walmart probably has them staples I'm not sure if Office Depot is still even open the one in my city closed last year so not sure if Office Depot is open anymore anywhere but I know the one that I had is closed but you know Target is a great place to find some if you want one locally If you want it like today, you can go to Target and pick one up or Walmart, whatever you decide to shop at. Or you can order one off online and it might take a little bit longer to show up, but you know, it's cute. It's a planner. And I recommend getting something that you find really cute because mine has little flowers on it. I think I talked in one of my other podcast episodes, I'm in my floral princess era, so I got the planner with the little flowers on it, dainty little flowers, I love it so much, but, so that's my planner, and I think the setup of the planners is different, but I got one that's, like, really interesting, because, does it, I'm not sure if it has a quote, but it has, like, time blocking, which is really nice, and then it has, like, the top three to-do lists, a to-do list, and then a gratitude. So, I think if I try and use it more during the school day, I think I'm gonna try, and add in a little daily gratitude too. But definitely, your planner doesn't have to do that. My second thing for the paper ones is that you can get a new no- notebook. So I've used Luke terms a lot, um, and they're really really nice, <laughs> except for when you feel too lazy to <laughs> fill out like, another page because you kind of just have to do it by yourself um, unless you get, like, the actual planner Luke terms. But I used one of the ones, like, the dotted Luke terms, and I would just, it would be a nice little stress reliever where I would just try and make my weekly spread, and I just use Pinterest for inspiration. So if you want to do something that's more, like, DIY, definitely go get a Luke term. And if you have the time and if you have the commitment that would be amazing to do because I feel like you just get so much better at it the more that you do it and you can make it super cute and you're not stuck with the same, same format every single day. It changes because you can change it every month or even every week if you want to. If you get bored with like the monthly theme or whatever, but I would have monthly themes and you could flip through and you're like, oh, that was cute. Oh, she changed the theme and that was super fun. So if you have the time and if you have the commitment and you want to do something more personalized and maybe something that you switch it up a bit. That is definitely a good idea for you to do. My next thing with just like the planner and the app to organize schools is to make sure you keep track of all of your assignments. So when you get an assignment, try and write it down right away in whatever planner you use or write it down on a sticky note. If you can't have your phone or computer out in class, if you decide to do like a online planner, try and keep track of all of your assignments because not going to lie, I'm Kind of a bad student. (laughs) I'm not like, I'm not a bad student, but also last year I found myself really, really struggling in school. And one of those things, I was struggling in chemistry because we would get so much homework and then I would get like, he's on all of the tests, so I never did any of the homework because I would do like a few questions out of each assignment and then I would get it and then class would end, and I wouldn't turn in the assignment because it wasn't finished, but when the test rolled around, I was completely fine. So, you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, I don't really need to do this, although I probably should have. <laughs> so, if I had written down all of my assignments and made sure that I went home and had the discipline to do them every night, I would be so much better off, and I probably wouldn't have gotten that. B minus or whatever I got in that class. Lowest, lowest grade of, I think, any time in my life was that class. So trying to write down your assignments right when you get them. And if you have overdue assignments or if you're really stressed about assignments, something that's really helpful to find your overdue assignments is we use Canva, no, not Canva, sorry, Canvas for our schoolwork. And that is really helpful when you can go to the, like, to-do page in the app. There's a little app page or whatever in the app that's, like, to-do. And it has all of your assignments in there. And it's so nice. I can't believe how nice it was when I would go through and have, like, the science stuff. And I would just write down on a sticky note, these are all the things I would need to do. And when I really got on that crunch, I could just fly through those assignments when I got really hyper-focused on it, you guys. And it was so helpful to have that, like, missing, overdue, or to-do assignments on the Canva page. So, if you have Canvas, like, make sure you look for that to-do page. I think it's, like, in the middle of the three or four pages. I don't know. It's just at the bottom. It's one of the buttons at the bottom, and you just click it, and then you get there. Um, Another thing that you can do is... If your teacher is good at power school, you can definitely go through your power school and look at the missing assignments, and that really helps you um, really sort out your thoughts. And I would say make a little list on a sticky note, and then every time you get something done, just cross it off, and it's so nice to be able to cross stuff off. Wow, that became a little bit of a tangent, but as you guys can tell, I kind of like my planners and trying to organize my life. Okay. The next thing, like the outward prep that you could do, which I did this year, was a wardrobe refresh. So you guys, I had this crazy motivation from who knows where to go and make a capsule wardrobe. I think it was after I saw this video and it was like back to school capsule wardrobe. And I was just thinking, wow, I need that in my life because I... 100% get so overwhelmed with all of the choices of Clothing that I have and then also I run out of all the good clothes And I don't force myself to do the laundry that I probably need to do So then I end up having to wear the gross clothes that I don't even enjoy and I feel kind of bad in. So trying to have fewer clothing items to get out of what do they call it choice? choice anxiety. I don't even know what the real term is, but there's like choice exhaustion or something where sometimes making choices is really really hard. So, either refreshing your wardrobe and finding things that you like and then also getting rid of the things that you either feel in don't fit or you don't even like wearing or I don't know, for whatever reason, they don't spark joy as Marie Kondo would say. Yes, I did watch that show. I don't know how long ago, but um, trying to figure out what clothing actually, you know, sparks joy, as she said, where you look at it and you're like, oh, I love that shirt. I love wearing that. Or, oh, that shirt goes with a lot of things and it's so practical. Like finding those shirts in your wardrobe and getting rid of the shirts that you don't like or the shorts that you don't like or even pants that you don't like, um, It's so funny because my friend and I are always joking about how I wanted to to have the elevated style this year. So, I am definitely looking through all of the thrift stores to try and find, like, the cute little basics. And then also trying to find items that, you know, give me a little bit more of an elevated professional look. Because I don't really want to be that girl that's like, oh, just wear... Leggings and like a Lululemon tank top every day. I want to be that girl who has a nice put together wardrobe and looks really nice and professional. Not quite professional, but just kind of classy going to school and doesn't look like she. Not saying that sweatpants and sweatshirts are bad because I definitely will be wearing sweat sweatshirt sweatshirts. Um. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I lost all words. Um, of oh, Sweatpants and sweatshirts. Sweatshirts, right? It's so late, you guys. Just laugh with me. Um, but I'll definitely be wearing those during the school year, but I definitely got rid of a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily like wearing and a lot of sweatshirts that I don't like wearing and I have a lot that I don't like wearing. So, trying to get rid of those things that I don't like wearing or that I just have an access of. Okay, so trying to find a good, a good wardrobe and having a wardrobe ref- refresh is so good. <laughs> you guys, after going through all of my clothes, I had five garbage bags and counting because... <laughs> You know who lost motivation almost all the way through it? This girl. So I just definitely have just a few more items of clothing that I have to go through. And then I have piles of stuff that I want to resell or take into a resale store. Um, because, you know, it's really good to donate the stuff. But also there's some stuff that I have that's like nice. And I want to see if I could get any money for it you know (laughs) because I spent probably or you know my or like the gifts some of it is like really nice stuff and because I have a lot of speech and debate clothes that I don't use anymore so there's a lot of nice blouses and then just like sort of ish nice sweatshirts in there so you know got to figure out a way to afford new clothes you know I've been I listened to some podcasts about capsule wardrobe and a wardrobe refresh. And they were like, "You know what? You can sell your clothes so then you can buy you can sell like 5 items of clothing to make enough for one nice upscale like nicer item of clothing that will last you a lot longer, but you don't have to go and buy a whole you don't have to like you got to make sure that you Don't just blow a bunch of money on new clothes. And it's so expensive nowadays to get clothes. So trying to find those clothes that you can sell to make money towards a nicer object of clothing that you'll like a lot more and will last a lot longer. So one thing that I also did was I asked for items for my birthday, which is coming up. It's less than a week away, you guys. That's crazy. But I'm also going to thrift stores and finding things at thrift stores. Today I went to the thrift store with my friend and it was super fun. And I just got three things of workout clothes. Oh, and I got some, a wallet. So that was really nice, but I got some workout clothes. You guys, goodwill find, I found a Lululemon sports bra for four bucks. And then I found it new online. And it was 52 new. 52 bucks new, and then this one, like, fits, so it'll be really nice. Not gonna wear just a sports bra to the gym, guys. We were talking about this today. Modest is the hottest, but also, like, I would not feel comfortable going to the gym in just a sports bra. Like, I don't know how the girlies do it, but I think that's another discussion for a different day. I'll probably talk about, like, there's so much gray area and modesty, but um, definitely sports bras are out of the picture for that being something that I just wear. It has to be underneath like a tank top, tank top or a t-shirt, but I'll be super excited to use the new shorts. I got like this nice little athletic um, long sleeve shirt and then like this sports bra, which will be super fun to use and I'm super excited and I'm just amazed by the crazy deal so you guys just have to look it's crazy if you just like look through it a little bit how much how you can find lululemon because i am so spectacle of those ladies that find that lululemon in the thrift stores i'm like can you actually find lululemon yes yes you can so my last thing for a wardrobe refresh is pinterest is your bestie you guys already know that i Love Pinterest. But something that I found on Pinterest is I made a little Pinterest board and I called it Capsule Wardrobe. And I would find outfits that I liked and I would put it in that Pinterest board. And then I would find the things that I kind of liked in common. So I was seeing a lot of outfits that had like straight leg baggy jeans. So that's what I asked for my birthday. I was like, well, I gotta have those straight leg baggy jeans. For my birthday because I am seeing so many outfits with them that you know easily influenced but also I already know that they look good on me and I know that these are more of a basic clothing item that I can really use for my capsule wardrobe. I've also been seeing a lot of the Rory Gilmore sweater so I asked for that one for my birthday. If I don't get it I'm just going to get it off of Pinterest. Pinterest. Princess Polly because they have a good dupe but it's just a basic plain white sweater and I think it's pretty cute and I'm excited to wear it once fall and winter comes around. Another thing that I was seeing a lot of was shoes. So you got to figure out like what shoes are going to be good for either your climate um, that you're living in. So I asked for some little like the Uggs. Not the slippers but Like I think they're called Tasman or something. They're like the viral like Uggs that you wear and that should be like really good for the winter months because I don't really like having a big clunky boot on my foot during the winter months. So hopefully that should be pretty good for the winter months. Um and then I found then I asked for some cute little Converse that I kept on seeing and they're tan colored, so they shouldn't get too grossly dirty and there's they still have like that clean girl aesthetic. That's because I don't quite like the black ones all that much. So definitely getting like the tanner ones. I think they're called oat milk or something, um, which is super, which I asked for that. But making a Pinterest board and figuring out if you add the same things in or like outfits that are similar or just a bunch of different outfits and then picking out the things that you like about each outfit and either looking for that at the thrift store and if you can't find out at the thrift store. Look on Amazon and look on all of the other clothing websites, because I bet you somebody will have it. Okay. Oh, my number three thing for our outward prep is study techniques. So the first thing that I have is note taking. So my main motivator is to romanticize my schoolwork. You guys, romanticizing things actually makes it so much easier when you're like, Oh, I'm one of those cute girls who studies and it's so aesthetically pleasing, you know. And one of the ways that I try and do that is pretty notes. So there are so many different note techniques, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But some basic items that you can have for your pretty notes are highlighters and pens. So I use mild liners because I found those to be the best. But I know people sometimes are like, mild liners are kind of expensive. I think I found them for cheaper at Target, which was really great. So maybe check there. Um, and then you can also find other kinds of highlighters that aren't half as aren't as expensive as mild liners. So I know there's the Sharpie, like mild liner dupe, which I think is a lot cheaper, and they have some really pretty colors. I got just the highlighters, and I really like them. Um, some of them, the colors were a little too harsh for me. But there's a lot that are really pretty and I like using when I use them. Um, But my number one favorite is definitely the liners. So if you ever want to like treat yourself and invest in a little bit of a fancier, not fancy fancy, but like fancier pen, definitely go get some highlighters. My other thing is if you want to have the calligraphy stuff, get into calligraphy. Last year... I think around Christmas time, I got really into calligraphy, and I had a lot of fun with it. I used Christmas break to figure out how to do calligraphy, and I got some calligraphy markers. There's some really cheap ones at um, Hobby Lobby, and they're like the nice calligraphy band. (laughs) My goodness, you guys, I can't even think of the name right now. But make sure you have a black one, and then the colored ones also can be used as highlighters too. So you don't even need to get highlighters if you decide you want calligraphy pens because they have like the thin um, on one side and then the calligraphy marker on the other side. And calligraphy is such a fun way to just like make your notes a lot prettier. So it also, with the notes, pretty notes, I find that it helps me and um, motivates me to review my notes. And also, if I have good, organized notes, it's so much easier for me to go back and pick out the things that are important and that I need to study. So having good, organized notes is something that is really important for going into the school year. So some ways that you can have pretty notes, you know, led into that amazingly, (laughs) is to use your Cornell notes. I know a lot of people use Cornell notes, which is where you have... The main topic in a smaller column on the left side and then on the right side you you expand on the topic so it's such a great way to organize your notes and I had to try that out for my first for like this class it was AP world history and for some reason that didn't work the best for me so what I do now is I write I usually have a highlighter I highlight and then I write over the top of it because my pens like to smear. I write the big the big topic. So usually the big topic will either be the slide name or the teacher sometimes has like sections of slides. So if they have like this one slide and it's like, oh, economic, economic influences of the Great Depression. So I would be like, or it would be like, Influences of the great depression would be the big thing and one could be one of the topics could be economic So then I would write I would highlight and then I would write economic over the highlight and then next I would I don't usually use bullet points. I use dashes So then I would dash all of the notes that I wanted inside and if I was going to expand upon a note I would do like I don't know um, the stock market downfall really contributed to the economic downfall of the great depression and then i would do like an indented dot you know if you go if you're on your computer and you're doing the bulleted list and you go enter and then tab and it has it like tabbed over i would do that and i would be like 90 the stock market crashed like all of the specific i'm just making these up in my head the stock market 90 percent of the stock market crashed on this date or whatever. So, um, trying to have the more specific stuff, you have like the big broad category and then you have more specific and then you have extra, extra specific in like the tabbed over list. But I think it's so important to just try and test out and figure out what works best with you. It all depends on your own personal studying style. So, just trying to experiment with the different note-taking styles really helps you my last thing is to use your resources there are so many resources out there that really help especially me um, get through my classwork so I have to do summer homework and I am really struggling to read this one book so I looked up on YouTube uh, the book name which is invisible man audiobook chapter two. So I listened on through YouTube because it's absolutely free to the audio somebody just reading out out loud and no it wasn't the most professional audiobook and no I can't really like just turn it on in the car and be worry-free because I'm worried about using up so much data so I definitely have to do it at home but it helps so much for me to keep my full mind engaged and the guy who does it is doing an analysis at the end of each chapter and that helps immensely you guys. I would not have put two and two together if it weren't for that like analysis at the end of the chapter. So that leads me into the second thing is to use spark notes or cliff notes or whatever to help further your understanding. It's insane how helpful those can be and No, I'm not saying that you should just blow off reading the book and then just use SparkNotes as, oh, what does this mean, you know? Because definitely don't do that. That is cheating. But if you're struggling with a topic, using SparkNotes to help, you know, get your thoughts in order is so helpful. So that helps with understanding too. If you're having, having any trouble with, any other subject, I recommend looking up stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of great resources. So I know John Green has a lot of, and his brother, Hank Green, I don't know. But one of them has like the history and then the other has the science, or maybe one of them has both the history and the science channel, which really helps. Or there's just a bunch of like random teachers on YouTube that'll upload videos of their lessons. I remember last year, I would be in speech practice, and I had a big math test the next day. We, weren't, we were kind of done with practice, but I had to go to work afterwards, so I was just staying there. And there were a few other people, but they all felt good. So I ended up looking up on YouTube how to do this thing, and it helped connect the dots so much better for me. So using YouTube really helps, and it was just some random math teacher teaching it but I remember how much more the dots connected through my head by using that one video. The next thing, the final thing to help with math, and I think maybe they have science, but I know mostly math is Khan Academy. Everybody talks about how great it is. Um, I haven't really personally used that, but I know a lot of people use Khan Academy to help with their further their understanding. So usually you just type in the topic that you're Struggling with and then it will come up with videos. That's really great for understanding So make sure you try and use the internet to your advantage So many people worry about the internet and worry about cheating, but I say go for it use the internet you need to be using it if you're Struggling and then I also wanted to say um, make sure that you don't be afraid to ask your teachers for help. Um, they, I think a lot of teachers are really willing to help you if you're struggling on something. And there's sometimes, like, my school has an academic support center. So any student can go in there at any time and get help by either, I think mostly their teachers, but help from any other teacher to help understand stuff And I know so many people relied on that during pre-calc last year. So go to the resources that your school has given you because there's so many great resources out there. Even if it's not with the internet, there's like physical resources out there too. So don't be afraid to ask for help. And then also, don't be afraid to ask for an extension. If you're really, really busy, you can definitely email your teachers And I say, don't do it the night of. Do it a few nights before or like the week before and be like, hey, I have, I don't know, a soccer game this weekend where we have to travel and it's going to be all day Saturday and I'm not sure if I will have enough time to finish this assignment. Can I turn it in like two days late or whatever? And some teachers definitely won't give extensions I know a lot of teachers who won't give extensions, but some teachers are really kind and caring and understanding. So get those extensions if they'll let you. 100% recommend doing that. The next thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is our inward prep. Oh, so my first thing is spend time for yourself each week or day. So make sure that your whole life isn't consumed by school and work or extracurricular hobbies. It's so easy for me to just get into school and be so sad because I don't spend time for myself and I don't take breaks. And I think that contributes to so much of being burnt out and not having like great mental health, honestly, because school is hard already, but if you don't give yourself enough time to rest, You're not going to be very mentally healthy, and you're not going to be at your best. So this also goes into get enough sleep. So seven or eight hours a night. Aim for that, you guys. Seven and a half half to eight is probably the best, especially as busy high schoolers. But try and aim for seven or eight hours of sleep. And I understand if you're, like, struggling and you have to stay up later for homework. But you guys, if you can go to bed earlier, go to bed earlier. Don't stay up late on TikTok or Instagram. Go to bed. This also goes in with leaving your phone outside of your room when you go to sleep. It's so easy to just fall asleep scrolling on your phone. And my mom's always had a policy where I have to put my phone upstairs out of my reach at night, which I'm really glad about. But I know of so many people who are up really, really, really late because they're just scrolling through Instagram or like, watching random tv shows on netflix and it's so easy to fall into that trap of i just want to listen to this or watch this so i'm going to watch it and take away from the precious time that i should be sleeping especially for us teenagers it's so important to get your sleep because you have this developmental window that you're going through and we need the sleep to help our brains develop and if we deprive ourselves of that sleep We're not going to develop properly. So make sure you get enough sleep. Okay, my next thing is to take mental health breaks. So spend time with friends and family. I'm definitely going to have to work to spend time with my friends because the one friend that I've gotten close to over summer, she goes to a different school. So definitely going to have to work, work harder on trying to spend time with her, but it'll be such a good friendship and I feel like if I really work hard at keeping that friendship alive and if we are able to hang out that's going to be such a blessing because she's Christian and it's it's been what I've been praying for another thing to do is to remember with friends I'm definitely going to do a whole friends episode but just to pray for good Christian friends especially at your high school if you're high school aged or if you're college aged Just pray for those good, non-toxic Christian friends because you definitely need that influence in your life, especially when your girls and other girls your age can be super toxic and super mean. So it's so helpful to find that good group of friends and just trusting in the Lord to give you those friends is the first step. And I'll definitely go into friendships in another episode because that's definitely something that I think I need to do and I need to talk about with you guys and hopefully you guys want to hear. Okay, my final thing is to, oh, second final thing is to make sure to be active. This all goes into the mental health stuff because if you go to the gym or if you even walk outside, it helps so much with your mental health to be active. Like last year, I wasn't a very active person and I didn't feel great. But, I felt so good this summer just getting up and working out. So trying to keep that throughout the school year and really help myself be more active will help me, I don't know, feel so much better at the end of the day. So trying to remember to be active. Go on those walks with your dogs. Do a random Pilates, if you like Pilates, workout at home or just find a YouTube video if you don't have a gym membership. If you have a gym membership, use it. I'm telling myself this too. Use your gym membership and go be active. You're going to be so much happier and so much healthier if you go and get, get active throughout your days. So, yep, that's my other thing. And then my final thing is to maybe start a passion project. So explore a new hobby, get involved in volunteering, or do the thing you've been putting off. So, it definitely, I definitely want to volunteer a lot more this year. One, it's really good for colleges, and two, we're called to serve. So, trying to find ways in which I can volunteer and help my community is going to make myself feel good and hopefully help a lot of other people. Um, It's, and we're also called to do it as Christians. So, trying to figure out a way that we can either get involved in volunteering or even starting a new hobby or doing the thing that we've been putting off, so try and find something that you're passionate about and chase after it this school year in your free time. I I understand if you don't have enough time to do that. So I'm not saying that you have to do this, but you know, if you have enough time and you find yourself like, "Uh, I feel like bad about this school year and I just feel like I'm not doing anything of importance." Try and follow after a passion project or research something that you're interested in. Just do something fun that you want to, or just drive after something that you're passionate about. So, find those volunteer opportunities that help with your passions. So, like, if you like, I don't know, instructing yoga, see if you can instruct a yoga class at, like, a senior, senior center. Or, it all kind of depends on what you're passionate about and finding what you're passionate about. Like if you you could volunteer at the food bank, at your in your town, which would be really great and help a lot of people. Volunteer just find ways which you can volunteer and get active within your community. Okay, Whew. that was a lot. Next, uh, the thing that maybe you've been waiting for, or maybe you even forgot about what I was gonna that I was gonna talk about this. I'm gonna talk about how to share your faith at school. So we have two different ways. We have passive and active. So I'm first going to talk about passive stuff. So this is like the stuff that you do that, you know, you're not actually going out and you're like, hey, would you like to learn about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to just any random person? It's like things that you do to show that you're a Christian without like going up to somebody and being like, I'm a Christian. You want to be ministered to you want to hear about the bible which definitely if you feel called to do that go do that but i know a lot of us at school are just like trying to survive in all honesty so we're not quite wanting to go up to any random person all the time and be like you want to hear about our lord and savior jesus christ (laughs) so my thing was passive how are some ways that we can passively share our faith and this is like ways that we can not decorate ourselves, but show our faith by things that we, like stickers or things that we wear. So I talked about includes faith-based stickers or faith-based apparel. So you could add stickers to your water bottle or have like a phone case or have like a com- or add stickers to your computer or add stickers wherever that you want that are faith based. There's a lot of great ban- brands of faith-based stickers and I'm definitely gonna like try and do a real about like how I am implementing this into my life. But there's so many great brands for that. And then there's so many, so many brands for faith-based apparel. And yes, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit more expensive, but you know what, you're supporting a small business, and that's so helpful for them. So finding, like, the ways that you can wear the stuff that you believe in, I guess. So I want to look into more shirts, but I have this one sweatshirt that is one that I got from a small business. It's HH and Grace Co. It's a local business. Um, She's a college student, and she just seems so sweet. But I got one of her sweatshirts, and it says, it's just really simple. It says, Jesus heals, and then it has, like, He holds our tears on the sleeve, and then it has a verse. I don't remember what verse it is, because I don't have it right in front of me. But it's just, like, a great way to show, like, your faith through your clothing. And there's so many shirts that you can find, like, literally just look up faith-based shirts or whatever some big brand like one big brand that i know of is elevated faith um that's a good place to get faith-based stuff but there's so many other brands and so many other small businesses so maybe taking a look on etsy or just taking a look on instagram i know tiktok probably has a lot of small businesses so just finding stuff through social media is so great um and why would we do this is because it's a great way to show that you're a Christian and then also a great opportunity to share your faith if questions arise. So if somebody sees you have like that t-shirt or have that sticker on your water bottle and be like, hey, you're Christian, what's this all about? It's a great conversation starter to have those things that you, know, you think are just passive and you're not really thinking about. But it can be a great conversation starter if somebody comes up and asks you about it. And something that's a little less scary than going out and going up to random people and being like, Jesus is my savior. You want to get saved too? You know? Um, Like I said, that's amazing if you can do that. But, like, trying to share your faith if those questions arise. And, you guys, I have struggled with those worries. Those worries of, oh, what if I put this sticker on and somebody judges me? But you know what? I'm going in this school year and I'm going to be like, I'm a committed Christian and I want to live for God and Jesus is my savior and I want to tell people about him even if they just see a sticker on my computer screen. Computer screen. So I have a little computer cover. It's clear. So it's completely see-through. So I don't even have to stick the stickers onto my computer i just put it in between the computer and the case because the case protects it from being scratched and dinged up and stuff and i got some great stickers from a few different small businesses um they're let's open up my etsy because i don't want to say anybody's names wrong I got some stickers from this great place, um, this great business. She's so sweet, the owner. It's called Growing, Grow and Grace Studio Co. And you can find her on Instagram, I think maybe TikTok, and especially um, Etsy. And I will definitely, if I make, hopefully I'll make either a post or reel about this where I tag everybody that I put the stickers in my sticker case, like my computer screen case or whatever computer screen, computer outer shell, whatever it's called. But she actually even made me a custom sticker for my podcast. So now I have a little sticker on my computer that's like that Christian girl podcast. And I got two of them. So one of them I might put on my water bottle if I decide or just somewhere else right now, it's just on my mood board. Um, It's just pinned up on my mood board. And she's just so sweet. So I love it so much. Uh, So the Grow and Grace. And then another one that I got was Keep Growing Designs Co. And I got a sticker for my car and other things. So I got one sticker and I think it's um, what does it say? Grace upon grace, and it's super cute. So I got that sticker. Um, I also got like some free stickers from Elevated Faith when I bought a ring. Oh, I also got a bracelet that's like W W J D. What would Jesus do? But so maybe I'll put some of their stickers in it. And I know I already talked about HH H Grace GraceCo, but. I also put in one or two stickers from her. Yeah, I put in two stickers from her, which is super great. And I'm super excited to, like, just show my faith through these random little stickers. And it's such a not... It's so little effort, and it might make a difference in somebody else's life. Or it just might make somebody come and approach me and be like, Hey, what's this all about, you know? But what if... We want to be more active and we definitely need to be more active in our in our sharing of the gospel. So my first thing is to join or create a Bible study. So I think I've already talked about this in past episodes, but last year I joined a early morning Bible study and it was so beneficial. And this year I'm going to try and create the same Bible study just with the people who haven't graduated because the people who let it just graduated this year. So I'm going to try and create um, the Bible study with all of the people who didn't graduate and hope that that's a light in their lives and a light in my life like it was last year. So hopefully I'll be able to create that, maybe invite some more friends, but maybe hopefully creating a Bible study for the morning because it was so beneficial for me, you guys, and it was just such a great way to prep my mind for the day ahead, and keep my mind on God um, for the rest of the day. The next thing is to share your faith on social media, and this is also kind of like going into the passive, but it's also kind of active, so if you have a picture of your Bible study from that morning, or if you, I don't know what else, or if you see like a cute little post, or like a Calligraphy of like a Bible verse or just something that you find really good, or you could even share a, my podcast episode. Just kidding. Well, if you really want to, you could share it to your story or like a different podcast that you're listening to, or just having a song that you're like, I love this song. It's like a Christian song. Sharing those on social media can help, like, you be a light in social media to other people, or like. Just show, like, other Christians that you're there or arise more questions from not Christians or atheists or whatever. And then my final thing is to speak up in class for your beliefs if you're comfortable with that. I definitely understand being scared. You guys, I had to do a bunch of different things. They called them hot seats in my APUS History class. And it was where we had to speak out about opinions on a controversial topic. And this one guy who goes to my church, he spoke out about his Christian beliefs, like his, yeah, his Christian beliefs, and people got mad at him because it was different. And we have such a mindset, especially in the US, that if you are not, if you do not agree with me, you are instantly evil and you're instantly wrong you know, and there's not really a lot of grace, especially in our high schools for that, and especially in very divided high schools. I understand if you're in a smaller town, or maybe if you're even in a different country, it might be better. Um, I know I would much rather be in a smaller town who would be more likely to agree with my beliefs, but because I'm more it's like a city for Montana, but it's not a city for like New York or any of the bigger states, but Montana's really small. But I'm in more of a city and it's more like non-Christian, so definitely hard to speak up in class, but I'm going to try this year to speak up more for my beliefs if something comes up where I know that I should just be like, I need to tell people that this is wrong and this goes ab- against my beliefs because there's a lot of evil in this world and there's a lot of evil that like people advocate for. So trying to speak up um for your beliefs and against the things that you disagree with is definitely something important especially if it's happening a lot. But you guys, I understand if it's hard to because I definitely run into the oh no, I can't speak up for my beliefs. So just figure out what works best with you and how you can really sh- try and share your faith and be bold in your faith. Because we should not be we should not be ashamed of our faith and ashamed of Jesus Christ. We need to be boldly sharing our faith. And so making that Bible study with people, wearing the Christian apparel, and just Trying to share our faith in either little ways or big ways is going to make a huge difference this school year. So I recommend all of you to stop being lukewarm, carry that Bible to school if you want to, put those stickers on your water bottle or your computer, and then wear that shirt that says Jesus loves you because maybe it'll make a huge difference in somebody else's day that you can't even see. So just try and be a light in all of your schools, and yeah, that's it, you guys. So that is the end of today's episode, but I will tell you a little bit about what's coming up. If you probably didn't notice that I didn't really talk about routine reset in this episode, and I think that I'm going to try and talk about that in the next, maybe not the next episode, but a few episodes from now because I'm definitely going to have to work out a new routine reset and I feel like I can't talk about resetting your routines when I really haven't (laughs) been trying to reset it yet because I haven't changed um, the routine yet. But I'm going to try and talk about resetting your routine next and then I'm going to talk probably about advice with relationships. I thought of doing like maybe a three-part series where we do family, friends, and then romantic relationships, so trying to find that um and have those relationships with others and talk about like how we should be treating our relationships. So I'll talk about like friends with high school, dating with high school cuz you guys there's such a pressure I feel like nowadays to be that girl Who has the date, and like I feel like high school, you're so pressured to feel like you have to date somebody and you have to be in a relationship to have the real high school experience. So, I'm definitely gonna like talk about dating and then talk about my experiences with it and just talk about like how we should encounter dating at our age because I definitely have not found the one or the perfect guy whatsoever but trying to talk about like my past experience my past bad experiences and how I've like changed my mindset and how I'm trying to work towards like completely canceling out the bad um but yeah so I'm gonna definitely talk about friendships and then also romantic relationships and routine resets and everything else so I am super excited for this new chapter It will definitely be different during the school year, but I'm hoping to really stay on top of it. I'm not sure how my schedule is going to look with posting, so we'll just have to stay tuned and figure it out as we go along. But thank you guys all so much for tuning in today. I am so happy that you came, and yeah, thanks so much, you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I am so looking forward to the next episode and have a great rest of your day. I hope you okay. enjoyed today's episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the end. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast. I'll see you in the next one.